This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Trump administration negotiators are headed to China next week for another round of face-to-face talks. The White House confirmed media reports on the subject this morning. In a statement, the Trump administration confirmed U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin will travel to Shanghai next week. Talks broke down in May over what U.S. officials described as backtracking on the part of the Chinese. Dialogue over the phone picked back up after Presidents Donald Trump and Xi Jinping met at the G20 summit in June and agreed to restart negotiations. For more, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Earlier this week, the Trump administration issued a proposed rule that would trim more than 3 million people from the roles of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Now, congressional Democrats say they plan to fight back. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. The chair of House Agriculture's Nutrition Subcommittee wants Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue to provide more data proving enrollment abuse in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Subcommittee Chair Marsha Fudge of Ohio spoke to Purdue Monday. The secretary promised that he would get me the data that backs up why this needs to happen. You know, there is an assumption or, or what he is indicating is that he's doing this solely to close a loophole and that people are taking advantage of the program. But I see no data to support that. So I've asked him to give it to me. I have not yet received it. But as soon as I do, I think that we're going to have to take some very, very serious action. Purdue defended the administration speaking to reporters Tuesday He cited a millionaire from Minnesota who abused the enrollment system by becoming eligible for the SNAP program. Fudge says one example isn't going to cut it. They can only cite one example of some millionaire in Minnesota who scammed the system. But I would suggest to you that the SNAP program is the program that probably has the least fraud of any program, much less than procurement for defense, much less spending for just about anything else, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, but they don't throw those programs out. They only want to do it with this program. The Trump administration's proposal would tighten eligibility rules, allowing many states to sign up people with incomes exceeding state poverty levels. The federal limit is 130 percent or $2,720 a month for a family of four. Some state income limits can be up to 200 percent of the federal poverty level. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The Department of Energy says its recommendations to the Environmental Protection Agency on small refinery exemptions were not always followed. In a letter to Senator Chuck Grassley, Energy Secretary Rick Perry confirmed cases where DOE recommended either partial waivers or none at all, but EPA granted a petition in full. Under the law, EPA is to decide on SRE petitions after consultation with DOE. Grassley says this goes against previously stated rationale for granting the waivers. Pruitt used to always say that court cases made him grant waivers more than Obama did. I also pointed out how that's a bunch of bull because we have policy made by Pruitt that changed the whole approach to give out more waivers. In a statement, an EPA spokesman cited a 2017 court case on the subject that ordered EPA to grant SREs to deserving facilities. The spokesperson also pointed out instances of the Obama administration's EPA office choosing to deny petitions against DOE's recommendations to grant them. Jeff Cooper is the president and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association. He says the use of SREs has harmed the biofuel sector. Uh, What we've seen under this administration is not a single petition has been denied. 
Uh, every request that was submitted to the agency was granted for small refiner exemptions in the past two years, and that's a problem. It has undermined demand for ethanol and created a market environment for us that's the worst we've seen in, in many years. While no petitions have been declined under the Trump administration, a public EPA dashboard says three have been declared ineligible or withdrawn. By the way, Perry told Grassley DOE has completed analysis of all 2018 compliance year petitions. EPA has yet to announce its decisions on those pending SREs. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.